Hey guys, I'm uh, recording this at my job uh, with no microphone, so I'm really not even sure how this sounds. Hopefully you can hear me. Um, I'm not going to take too much of your time this morning. I just want to say, hey, how y'all doing? Thanks for listening. Uh, please continue to subscribe, like, you know, all that jazz. Tell everyone about it. I appreciate it. I don't want to sound like I don't care in saying this. I'm just trying to hurry everything up, but I do appreciate it, and I love you guys. Um, hey, I had Seth on, third time in a row, third time's a charm. This was actually a pretty late Sunday night, uh, you know, after we had done a chaotic weekend of just different things. Um, yeah, then we did a, a late night podcast. Hopefully all this sounds good and clear. Um, yeah. Yeah, we just had a good time. I don't know. Like I said, I ain't really got a whole lot to say about it other than it was a good time. It's always a good time with Seth. Um, I'm just trying to keep pumping out that content, baby, and keep it going. Love you guys, really. I mean it. Love you guys. I do appreciate all of you listening. Uh, please continue to send questions, comments, things of that nature to flying by the seat of my pants. That's flying without a G. Uh, underscore between each word and everything else is spelled the way it normally would be or facebook.com forward slash numpy that's n-u-m-p-i-e please feel free to hit me up comment uh, i'm trying to figure out how to do a bunch of stuff right now uh, to help further the podcast but unfortunately it takes longer than i want it to but that's just part of the game right um yeah guys keep on Keep on pushing, keep on grinding, keep on doing what you're doing, keep on listening. I appreciate it, and uh, I hope you enjoy this one. Thanks. Love you. All right, now we're doing it now. This uh, this uh, might be a practice podcast. Uh, hey, you know, whatever, man. Practice. Hey, man. I'll take it. If you get a couple sound bites out of it, that'll be cool. I'll take it. So, um, I hope you guys heard that. That was loud up there on the... Thing, um, drinking a bubbly water, nothing too crazy, nothing too exciting. Uh, so today I have Seth up here. I hope you guys have enjoyed him because he's actually been on the podcast quite a bit lately. Um, Star, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so he, uh, it's just kind of funny. I, uh, got trip, I got tickets to the Daytona 500, and uh, it was four tickets. And me and my girlfriend were going to go, but we were kind of like, well, we got these two extra tickets. And we thought, hey, you know, we should see if Seth and Megan are still in the area. And, you know, awesome enough they happen to be. So, ta-da! They I'm are, back. Yeah, you know, they came to the Daytona 500, which didn't quite go as planned. But we'll get into that probably in a little bit. Uh, Seth, what's up, buddy? Oh, I'm chilling. Chilling. How are you? <laughs> good, good. Um, so you've been here a couple of days again. You know, it's fun having you back. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun. We was, uh, didn't get to disc golf. I'm kind of sad about that, but you know. Uh, there will be plenty of uh, other opportunities for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, we just yeah. need to go pro. Let's just quit our jobs and just travel. Are you kidding? At this p- I'm just trying to go amateur. <laughs> I can't even. I can't get that yet. I, don't, I wouldn't even call myself a player yet. Hey, you just fake it till you make it. You know. 
Just no, no. Just act like you're a pro. Well, you know. Have your own theme song and everything. Yeah, right. (laughs) No, it was definitely fun. Um, Yeah, so. Well, yeah, so Daytona 500. um, I had had a good time, but uh, we got rained out, so. Yep, 15 laps in. (laughs) Daytona 15. Yeah. Um, Now, your... uh, your 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 car was still in second place though, so I guess. Uh, the Dewalt car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, none of us are. You know NASCAR fans, so <laughs> we. You know we we chose cars, but we chose cars really not knowing anything about the drivers or anything really about NASCAR in general. Fifteenth um, lap, as Seth was saying. The. I don't know. Was it sixteen cars? got in an accident I think it was 16 yeah. yeah yeah so 16 cars got in an accident and pretty much everyone's car was out except Seth's <laughs> but because there was a delay and still to this moment a delay um we came home because that seemed like you know it was fun but it was a, a long time uh we came home and but because there was a delay we are not declaring Seth the winner yet because we're all hoping somehow in this time they've managed to fix someone's car and, you know, we can still have someone to pull for. But at this moment, Seth is in the lead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my – we just made a recent purchase, some screw screwdrivers. Screwdrivers. DeWalt. DeWalt. So, yeah, they're pretty good. So I'm rooting Man. for that car to win. Yeah. All my money is on that car. My life savings. <laughs> I took out a loan as well. No. Yeah, so we play volleyball, which seems to be a thing when you're here. Becoming a thing. I mean, really, it's just a thing I do that you happen to do, enjoy doing as well. So. Oh, yeah. The wind was killer. Oh, my God. Yeah, guys, <laughs> so check this out. The wind, I don't even know what the wind gusts were, but they were just ridiculous. So, like, the way the wind was blowing, one side had a very unfair advantage. Um, so, like, if you could do the same serve from each side, and it would blow 10, 15 feet further one way than the other. Crazy, crazy wind. We still had a good time, but uh, crazy wind. Yeah, even if you hit it straight, it would either go wildly to the left or wildly Dude, to the right. It would curve so sharp down. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah, yeah. it would curl like it would fly and I mean like just like a straight drop. I don't know. It was crazy. It was crazy. It was a good time, though. Yeah, yeah. Just out there having fun for the most part. So, yeah, the wind just made it more more interesting for sure. Yeah. Now, how was that tide place y'all ate at Saturday? It was good. It was good. Yeah. 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 I've never. I don't think I've ever been to. I mean, I guess we could say the name of the restaurant. Can we say the name? Are we going to? I mean, I don't think we're well, getting legal. Thai Thai. Yeah, it's called Thai Thai. Saying Thai twice. Um, yeah, and axe throwing was dope. Yeah, yeah, axe throwing. We had to make a reservation, and we had to wait for it. So we were like, well, might as well just go to Thai Thai and eat. So. We did. We ate, and right about the time we were done eating, it was about time to walk over to the axe throwing place. And that was fun. That was super fun. 
Right. And then apparently it's a chain called Stumpy's. Okay. I think it's Stumpy's axe throwing, Stumpy something. Yeah. And uh, Stumpy's house axe. There's one in New Jersey, one here in Florida, obviously. And I can't think of the other ones, but they're they're popping up all over the place. Right. But you basically just walk in and start start throwing hatches. Now, what was the? I mean, obviously, I know it's not Stumpy's. What was the place you and Mega were talking about that was like your favorite, uh, like giant gas station placed out in Texas? Oh, Bucky's. Bucky's. Bucky's and Stumpy's need to meet up and, and <laughs> you know, make a Bumpy's or a Stuckies or something. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to the gas station, start throwing axes. Yeah, yeah, awesome. you know, you got time to kill. Hey, man. Less, and they let you drink that. there, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like, seems like it could be a well, dangerous It's not liquor, combination. it's just beer right, or whatever. Right, right. Which you could still get pretty messed up on beer. Yeah. But they were, they were pretty good as far as safety, I guess. They would tell you. I mean, it's, hey, obvi- it's obviously up to whoever's throwing the axe, but yeah. they, they tell you like, what not to do. Like, don't be dumb. Don't throw it the other direction or whatever. Right. You know, like, yeah. They basically put it on you. Like, if you if you do this after me telling you not to do it, then, yeah, then, then you are a moron. Yeah, yeah, then you're held responsible. Yeah, so... You have to sign a waiver and all that jazz. Yeah, well, that's that's a good call. But <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I eventually blew a hole <laughs> in the the center target, like, like to the point to where they had to replace the board. Yeah. So, so you, I mean, you feel like you had a pretty like uh, steady toss. Yeah. Like it went in the same spot. It was about often. I would say ten, twelve feet away, maybe a little okay. further than that. Yeah. Um. And I would say it's stuck in the board probably about 40% of the time, maybe 30%, so one out of every, every three throws. And every, and every time it's stuck, it was probably about 50%, well, probably let's say another 30% in the bullseye, you know what I mean, actually where I'm hitting it. Right. So it was it was fun. Hmm. And I threw it once left-handed, just, just messing around, and I actually hit it like, okay, and stuck yeah, it yeah. in the bullseye. Now, have you? I mean, have you ever done? I mean, I mean, how many times have you done like hatchet throwing in the past? Oh, well, as a kid, I just kind of went in the backyard with like knives and just right. axes and just threw it at a tree or a piece of wood or something. You think so? That, like, that's not professional experience by any means. Right, right. But you know, I I used to just go and. Do that, yeah. you know. <laughs> right. live, uh, live out in the sticks. You got to figure out what to do. Yeah, you, you got to make your yourself. own fun. But sure. there, w- I was like practicing throwing knives for a while. like. Re- re- I don't want to say religiously, but I was practicing a lot at one point in my life. So I was actually getting pretty good. I, I would say, yeah, pretty good at it. But then I just kind of stopped. How much time a you week? Know, real life kicked in. I stopped doing it. How much time a week do you think you did it, and for like how long? Oh, I don't know. I'd probably just sit out there like two or three days, or not two or three days, two or three hours, like, like every other day or something like that. Yeah. Because, yeah. Well, that's some time. That's some dedication yeah, yeah. to it. Yeah. That was fun. Well, now, <laughs> so was there anyone, I mean, when y'all were there, was there like anyone else there? I thought you said there was another couple there. Yeah, like, yeah. It's basically meant for, for you know, 
like company gatherings, stuff like that, date nights, and just right, yeah, stuff like that. Cause it, it's enough. The the pin, I think, is what it's called, is enough for about four or five people. Okay. Max. You, once you get more people in that, it's kind of you're kind of over, overcrowding. Right. Right. And and there's two lanes for every pin. So people can just take turns throwing the axe at this target, and yeah. And if you only have two people, and you're just going like a date night, then they charge by the hour. So the whole entire hour, you can be right throwing an axe. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And, and you you want to take a break because your wrist will start hurting. Oh yeah, I'm like, sure. Yeah, because it's, it's all Because you're, you're throwing this heavy axe. So, How heavy you know, do you think they were? Like I mean, obviously, you know, we threw at least five pounds. We you know, it's like a camping. I got what's the comparison? Oh, way heavier than that. Yeah, way heavier than that. So it's like a camping axe. Something you mm. is handheld, but it's heavy enough that you can actually right. split some wood. Okay. And it's just satisfying too because they're just so heavy. Yeah. When they hit, they, they make like a loud smack when they hit. It's yeah, like and sometimes they'll split the board. You know. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, I bet that is nice. I mean, it's an interesting uh, little business model, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like I feel like we're in a time now where, uh, really, if you have any sort of little niche thing or you know something that's not a, you know, kind of a, a genuine idea, like now's the time to do it because I feel like mm-hmm. we live in a society now where people really appreciate that uniqueness and that creativity and that you know. That just that genuine thought behind it, not so much these these chains and brands, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's becoming, you know, a very big thing. Just creative. Like one thing I always wanted to try, but I just haven't. You, you seems popping up all over the place. Is those escape room? Yeah, escape yeah. Room things. There's a lot of them around here now. At yeah, least pretty, I feel like there are. Pretty much the same concept, like just like a party, kind of date night kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. And you just go in, you, well, like I said, I've never been, but I'm assuming it's just like puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> you figure out one puzzle, you get yeah. out of another, one room, you go into another room, you figure out another puzzle, I think. Yeah, pretty much. I, I could be completely wrong. You, you haven't no, I think, one? I've never oh. been to one, but I think you're, that's pretty much it. I think yeah. there's a bunch of clues and you got to figure them out to get out of the room. Yeah. I wonder how, uh. Like how secure the doors and stuff are. It's not like oh, I figure out how to get out of the room. It's like well, I could just kick the door because it's well. I'm sure. I mean, like a little flimsy door or something. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, I mean, it's not probably a, a steel door. But how many but options? I mean, like, is there only one way out, or is there? Like, well, I mean, I'm options? sure you could kick the door open, but that's not the point. The point <laughs> yeah. is you're playing a game. You know, it's not like you're in a hostage situation. I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. Trying to win. I'm sure you could kick the door down if you really needed to, but that's not the object of the game. Man, you remember when we played laser tag for Wes's uh, yeah. bachelor party? That yeah. was fun. I mean, I know that's totally off of off a topic, but we were talking about it earlier. That was a lot of fun. I, would, I wouldn't mind doing that again. Yeah, it was a. It was a. You'd be surprised how out of shape you are. I know. Like, oh, this I is know. just laser tag, whatever. And then next thing you know, you're rolling over barrels and I know you're jumping good. over like, boxes. You're like army and crawling shit. in junk, like diving uh, for it. Like, I know. It was fun. It was though. intense, you know. 
Yeah, it was, a it was good le- legit guns and the sensors. So when you get hit, it's like, like you're yeah. shaking and stuff. Yeah, like I said, it was. It had. It had some. You know, it was like really cool. You know, it wasn't like some kitty, kitty nonsense. That kitty, was fun. Kitty nonsense. Some kitty nonsense. Um, yeah, that was fun. I miss doing that. Yeah. I think we're going to Moab, Utah for this uh, guys thing. I like that. Did you look at it? I don't know if you had a chance to like, look at anything on it, but like it's got a bunch of trails and, mm-hmm. and you know, nature stuff. And I think you can go rafting too, which, uh, you know, seems like it could be fun. Yes, I'm totally down Yeah, for that. we got to get west and uh, get on board with it, but I don't, I don't. I don't see it being terribly difficult. <laughs> no, no, he's coming. I mean, we He'll get him. You know, we just got to stay on top of him because Weston will forget about that junk. <laughs> what day are we going? Like, dude, we're we're already here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're here, <laughs> <Missed> bro. <it. laughs> we're here. Did you did you get your flight? Uh, I, uh, I think so. I can't tell where I'm at. <laughs> oh, he can't defend himself. Sorry, Weston. That's funny. <laughs> no, I'm not talking junk about yeah. Holstein. No, um, <laughs> I would like I would like to go rafting though, and uh, I would like to see if he's down to do that. Well, yeah, definitely go rafting in Utah. Yeah, I mean, you know. So how are we doing this? Like road trip in there? Or are we flying in? What are we I'll doing? Probably. I mean, I was thinking about flying if I was going to. You know, if we're going to go, Utah's a long, long road trip. Yeah, I mean, I would think flying. I mean, you, with you guys, you know, who knows if you had the van nearby, you could just could do it in, you know, town or oh, whatever. Well, we might just might be in that area. Who right, knows? right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we no, could definitely I mean, be in that area whenever. I'd, I'd probably fly from, uh, you know, Orlando to Moab or whatever. Yeah, I assume Weston would do the same thing. I'll take the horse and carriage. Yeah. I'll take the train. (laughs) Have you taken the train before? Uh, not, not, I've seen like a city train, not like a, not like a traveling through states on a train. Nothing like that. No. Weston and Corey used to do that. And I was, I was like, dude, like that seems like, I mean, on the one hand, part of me goes, man, I bet you'd be cool. Like during the day, like to see, you know, because you're just kind of like a passenger hanging out. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, dude, like, there could be some sketchy people up there, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's sketchy people on just... Yeah, I mean, everywhere, Just I like the city bus <laughs> or something. Like. Yeah. Yeah, but like <clears throat> on a train, it's like... It ain't like you could, you know, I don't know. I just in my, in my head, I, you, you know, you think of like the best case scenario, then the worst case scenario, and you're like, oh, I don't know, train sounds like it could be sketchy. Mm-hmm. This is when I was uh, living in Lansdale, Pennsylvania. I uh, <clears throat> where I lived was just right down the road from the one, a train stop. You know, me and my roommate at the time would just walk down to the station, hop on the train, go down into Philadelphia, downtown, and just party down, watch a concert or something, stumble on back to the train, and it'll. Uh, sometimes we would miss our stop. <laughs> And then we would just eventually <laughs> just walk back home from the train station. So it was awesome. That's I funny. loved living right next to a train station. Yeah. 
That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. That's another one that like, creeps me out. I heard this story, and honestly, I can't remember if it's true or not, so I don't want to... I don't want to sit here and make it sound like something more than this. I believe it was true, but, you know, don't fact check me because I could be wrong. But um, somebody was saying, like, man, I don't know. See, it sounds so dumb. Like, saying it in my mind now, it makes it seem like it's probably not true because it just seems so ridiculous. But they were talking about they were, like, late night on, like, a bus or a subway and, like, you know, New York or whatever, you know, some scummy place in your mind. Uh <laughs> And they said, like, there was, like, a girl sitting there, like, bent over with this guy. And, uh, like, the girl, like, she was crying or something. And then she kind of, like, quieted down like they were fighting or something. Either way, the guy gets up and, like, leaves off, you know, the next stop or something. She's still there. They said they went up to her and he had, like, stabbed her. <laughs> and she, like, bled out or whatever oh, in the seat they were sitting in. I mean, once again, I don't know if it's real or not. I feel like that could happen anywhere. I know, but like, like I remember hearing that as a, you know, I say a kid. I don't know how old I was, but I was young enough. And I just remember going like, oh, well, I ain't doing that. I ain't going on that bus or nothing like that. I'll walk. Oh, you know, forget it. I ain't trying to mess with that mess. That's scary. (laughs) No, there are some sketchy people. I mean, obviously, you know, this is the world we live in. But it's, uh, really just have to go with your gut, I guess. Like, don't. If you're feel, feeling kind of paranoid, freaked out, you know. No, I mean. Out of there. You ride in the city bus, you're in the taxi or Uber or whatever. If you don't like your driver, get out of there. Right. I know. Yeah, I feel for Uber drivers, man. Like, sometimes the people you get, especially nowadays, they suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, public well, in general seems to be, uh, everyone seems to be irate and upset, so. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you... I don't know. I wonder the conversations of an Uber Uber driver. Why is that not a show already? Uber, well, con- you know, conversations, Conver Ubers, stations. Uber confessions. Ooh, Ooh there we go. <laughs> Trademark. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, it's probably already something. But I mean, they used to have like you know. I mean, it's not quite the same thing, but they had like. They used to have, like, a taxi cab show, something like that, I believe. Yeah. And then they had the other, what was the taxi show where you won money? You remember that? Cash Cab? Cash Cab. Yeah. You know, that was really popular for a while. That was a big, like, a big deal for a little bit. Why don't don't people driving for Uber do the same thing? Cash Uber. I don't know. I mean, obviously, they got to have money, some sort of backing, so that's... The first thing, you're there to make money, not spend it on the people you take it around. Just LEDs nowadays. You can, <laughs> like, you can like make you just something. Like you regularly hop in some dude's car, and he's like, "All right, guys, for every question you can answer, I'm gonna give you five dollars." I think nowadays, <laughs> I think people nowadays have like a different reaction to like scare them. Yeah, like, oh my yeah. god, I'm getting out of yeah. here. Well, that's just <laughs> this it. Is too much. Yeah, I don't like. We don't have that. That I don't know if trust is the correct word, but like. You know, yeah, everyone's fearful now. Like, used to, you could be you see a hitchhiker, and you're like, yeah, I'll pick him up, he's all right. Now you're like, nope. uh-uh. Nope. Uh. Nope. I watch yeah. movies, I watch shows, I'm not yeah. picking him up. you know, up. like I said, there's, there. you know, before I think there was a bit of a, I don't know what the correct word is, what I'm trying to say, a bit of like, everyone just kind of knew. Like, everyone, there was like the unspoken rule. You're like, all right, dude. 
everyone's cool like yeah. you know now you're like uh no don't trust them don't mm. trust them what do you think that is do you think that's because well i guess my thought is it's probably because of like just social media constantly feeding everyone negativity and chaos but i, I mean you i know, think there's something to that maybe for sure. the fear yeah i was gonna say but at the same time i feel like the fear was there before mm-hmm. you know there were movies and stuff like i remember there was like the hitchhiker movie where like the truck driver picks him up do you remember that yeah i think Isn't the girl's a, name was like candy or something uh, joyride yeah, yeah maybe so maybe so candy oh candy cane that was it <laughs> Uh, what a stupid uh, movie. That movie's dumb, yeah. <laughs> you know what movie I love? And it's really kind of a dumb movie, but it's one of my favorite like horror suspense movies. Mm-hmm. It's Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, yeah. That movie was kind of cool to watch. Yeah, yeah, like, and it's a dumb movie. Like, it really is. Like, Yeah, when, it's dumb. But, but like, it was, man, it when cool. it first came out and I was a kid, like, I was like, like, a little creep, you know, a little creeped out. You're like, ooh, okay, that's kind of <laughs> trips me out. Like, man. No, yeah, I love that movie. I never saw the. I don't think I ever saw the third one, if they came out with a third one. I think I only watched one of them. It was one where they're on the school bus or something like. See, that's the second one. Yeah, the first one is the the uh, kid and his sister. What was that kid's name? I'm trying to remember. He played. I mean, he's you know he's played in quite a few things now, but um. I don't know. Either way, it's a kid and his sister. <laughs> they find the thing, they kill it or whatever. That's when it's living in, in the, the movie, huh? Didn't end the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when like it's living in. Is it living in a house or a cave or something that had all the bodies like stitched into the, the wall or whatever? Yeah. Um, and then the second they one. They don't make horror movies like that anymore. I know, man. I know. Like, I feel like... I think, I don't know, it's been so long since I've seen a horror movie. I know. I know, I'm sitting here thinking the exact same thing. Uh, But, like, I don't know, like, the saws and all that stuff, like, just to a point, it just got to, like, I don't know. Like, the the suspense was gone. It's just like, all right, how quickly can we get to, like, the guts and gore of it? You know? Yeah. That, I just I just don't like the jump scare crap too. Like, uh, yeah, they, yeah. Lie on that too. That's much, what I'm saying. Know? Yeah, yeah. That's how a lot of them are. It's like how quickly can we get to the, you know, to the what the whatever it is that makes it, you know. I guess yeah, the jump scare. But uh, yeah, I miss that build up of suspense. Yeah. You know, like oh man, what's gonna happen here? You know, this is getting scary. Like I don't I don't I'm you know. Do you ever play? Uh, what the heck was that game? Um, God, I hate it because I, I can't think right now. My brain ain't working. We've had a long day. What is a? Uh, what, what is in? Is it's it, a is scary a game. Movie or a horror game? It's Until Dawn. Yeah. Oh man, that was probably one of my favorite horror games. I mean, and I, I mean, there's like, uh, I don't know. Like, I like Resident Evil. Resident Evil was another favorite of mine. Uh, I don't know. I'm getting off topic. Anyway, Until Dawn, I really enjoyed that game. Like, that that kind of fast-paced decision-making. Like, the mm-hmm. goal is to try and get everyone out alive. Did you ever finish the game? No. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. So, I finished the game. I finished it. 
I think you had eight people you were trying to keep alive. Yeah. Something like that. And uh, I think I finished with maybe three people alive. It was tough. Yeah. And every time you think you're making the right decision, you're mm. normally making the wrong decision. <laughs> and, like, God bless. It was, it was a good game. Uh, I think it was really one of those underrated kind of, like, should have been, you know, should have been better than it was type of things. Mm-hmm. It just didn't get the right publicity. That was pretty good. Still, you know, my favorite, uh, I don't even know if I call it a hard game. See, that's just it. I know. I'm all over the place here. But uh, do it, do it, that's the thing about um, Until Dawn was it was based like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, it was like written. As if right, it was yeah, a yeah, game. yeah. It was like someone wrote a horror movie and said, "All right, now make it into a video game," yeah. uh, as opposed to like your typical video game where it's like strategy, button combinations to make things happen. Like this one, just I don't know. It was good though. It was good in a way like I've never played another horror game that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, you got Resident Evil, which I enjoyed. But it's a different, different gameplay. It did creep me out back in the day. Like back I, in the day, it I, did. Yeah. Back in the day, it did. Resident, like Resident the, Evil. The 8's. dogs, man. Like that's, <laughs> what, that's yeah. what got me. Yeah, Resident like, Evil Eight is getting ready to come out. Uh, I did play Resident Evil Seven, um, the very beginning of it, but I was stuck in one of those. Uh, I wanted to be the. I was like playing every single game I played on like the hardest difficulty. And just beaten the hardest way I could. Mm-hmm. And I could not get past, like, the very beginning part of Resident Evil 7. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, like <laughs> just the beginning part to get into the game. Uh, and I couldn't get past it. And I was too stubborn to drop the difficulty. So I think yeah. I ended up not just not playing it because I didn't yeah. want to drop the difficulty and start over. I liked it. It was, uh, they were trying something new. So it was fun playing playing it that way. Right. But I, I I definitely like the I like I think four Resident Evil four is probably my favorite. Right, I think I can't remember which one was my. That was favorite, like the like the third person over the shoulder yeah, perspective yeah. playing as Leon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when they first like started experimenting like outside of Raccoon City, like the story like takes place in like in like right. a country or something like that. So that was kind of cool. Still my favorite, though, is Dying Light. Yeah, yeah. Bro, what a great game that was. <laughs> that was just fun. Do you remember driving the buggies around and just running zombies over? Yeah, yeah. See, Weston, so you were the only one I ever played the expansion with. And, yeah. Uh, God, like, I talked to people, and a lot of people that I've talked to that have played Dying Light did not play the expansion. Mm-hmm. You know, they got it when it was just, uh, you know, Dying Light. Mm-hmm. And I tell them, like, man, that expansion is almost worth buying still. Just riding around in the thing. You remember? <laughs> you ride around and hit the normal zombies, and then the big gray ones or whatever would come out, and we'd have to try and drive our carts back in time. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so good. I know. What a great game that was. I wonder if they're going to come out with a second one. Right. Yeah, I mean, this is supposed to be happening. When it happens, who knows? It's uh, hard. It's hard to build a game. That's what I... That's what I'm realizing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to do it myself. Well, and we're in weird, I mean, obviously, we're in weird, uncommon times. You know, 
coronavirus has definitely uh, slowed down the process of a lot of games that were being built. A lot of companies are having to let go of people they didn't have, and a lot of companies just don't have people. So, and but it's uh, and it's kind of a yeah, you know, it's just weird timing for video games to be the focus, I guess. Right. Even though they're they're doing well in a way, because a lot of people are home playing video games, or they were when this whole thing started. People well, I still, I mean, there's now. still, I feel like a lot of people who are probably home and. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah. <laughs> people. Yeah. I think it's just weird now because the PlayStation 5 is it's out. But, but you can't not, get your hands on it. Yeah, it's not really readily available for everybody. <clears throat> a, just because they're having a hard time getting access to the computer chips or the, uh. Right, the graphics processors. Yeah. yeah, they're having a hard time getting hold of those because they were just imported from China. China, I think. Don't quote me on that. But they were importing the virus with them too, <laughs> or at least components to build them. Like the, the, uh, like the fact that they can't get them from China right now is making them hard to get. Yeah, <coughs> I know, I know, and I want a PlayStation. Five, but uh, you know, I feel like by the time they come out and they're readily available, it's like, dude, you can wait, uh, you know, another three to six months and probably get the next, you know, PS5 Slim or mm-hmm. you know, PS5 Pro or whatever they decide to call it. So it's kind of risky to be developing a PlayStation 5 game right now because a lot of people can't get their hands on a PlayStation 5. So you're developing this game, you're going to release it, and just your your sales are not, they're not going to hit expectation just by default because a lot of people don't have a PlayStation 5. Yes, but what PlayStation is doing with a lot of their games, a lot of the bigger games, is you can get like the PlayStation 4 version that then is upgraded to PlayStation 5 whenever you get, mm-hmm. you know, your PlayStation 5, so... But, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people who, if you were a PlayStation 5 exclusive and for some reason weren't going to be on 4, you know, it does put you in a bit of a situation. But, I mean, they've been doing really good about their, like, like, cross-gen compatibility. Mm -hmm. Uh, At least, you know, trying to make sure. I'm going to say that. I guess you couldn't play. Could you play PS3 games? You couldn't play PS3 on PS4, correct? Um, I think if you, you download them, you're not, oh, yeah, you can't yeah, put yeah. The, the disc in and play it. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, you know, I think they're doing trying to do a better job, I'll say, of uh, making sure that their cross-gen compatibility is there for the modern gamer nowadays. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean... Not that they happen, but every seven or years or so. But I mean, geez, you know, these things cost a lot of money. I mean, I understand they cost a lot of money to make. And it's, and I think it's just the way you have to go now because a lot of people's collection is like downloads and stuff like that. Yeah. So if I buy a PlayStation Five, does that mean all my PlayStation Four purchases, all those games, are just 
no longer relevant unless I also have a PlayStation 4. Right. Why can't I play those on my PlayStation 5? I mean, yeah. yeah. And I mean, they got PlayStation now, which I guess is something something like that that should help. But I mean, like, even still, it's still... Well, we went through my collection the other night at 290-something purchased games, you know? Yeah. Some of those I haven't even played. You know, I just buy them like, okay... I know I'll eventually play them. Right, right. I didn't think, you know, the PlayStation 5 would be out by the time I would eventually get to playing <laughs> them. Yeah. But it would be nice to have buy a PlayStation 5 and I can go back and play all those games I haven't played. Yeah. And I mean, you know, some of them may be, but I mean, I'm sure not all of them will be. I mean, that's... Yeah, not all of them. It's just not feasible. Yeah. Yeah, I like this room. Thank you, thank you. It's uh, yeah, still a work in progress. I think I'd like to at some point in time, maybe put like a little TV mm-hmm. right there on that wall. Of course, I want to do a camera there and a camera there, you know, to catch, you know, everyone chatting and doing their thing. Shit chatting. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to work on some things. Trying to make some things happen. So what we're all doing. We're all working on some things, right? Right, right. I know, I know. I know, trying to make 2021 the year. To do things. Yeah, man. You know, just trying to make a better better life. Better way. Yeah. You know, 2020 put a lot of, a lot of things in perspective for a lot of people. And, uh, yeah, I just don't want to... Definitely, definitely in need of a positive year, you know. Right. Well, I just don't want to sit 2022 to come around and go, well, you know. Is this going to get worse? Is this this is get it. Like, yeah, I want to look back on this year and be like, man, I made a made a lot of good moves this year. Yeah. Same here. Same here. I have some, I have some uh, goals in mind. I have an LLC now. Yeah. That's new. That's exciting. Start writing off everything you do. Yeah. I have a task management app now. So I'm just kind of adding tasks to nice. do to do things. I've already started knocking some of them out. So it kind of feels nice seeing right. that and, like, you know, actively keeping a record of all the things that you've done. No, for so sure. Yeah, that's important. It is a tax write-off. Being so. able to see uh, – writing your task down is very important. It's being able to see your progress – Helps continue to fuel that fire, you know. Yeah, like I have a like a a few sketch pads and notebooks and high quality pencils and erasers and stuff just to jot down some ideas, you know. Yeah, yeah. It could yeah, be sure. a, it could just be a picture or you know just some image or that you just kind of just do yeah. like a rough no, outline of it real it. quick for sure. Yeah. Man, what did you think about them fights last night? <laughs> I know. Ooh, that was awesome. That's all over the place, I know. But um, Okay, so outside of the main card, was there another fight that you were like, man, that was a good fight? The the woman's fight was really good. Right before the, it? The women's fight. Yeah, yeah, the co-main. The, the co-main event. Yeah. Uh, Grasso. That was her name? Yeah, yeah. She was really impressive. Like, how accurate her punches were. 
And then once she got to the ground, how efficient her transitions were. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like, seeing that is something that, like, should scare people. The, va the fact she's that accurate and that efficient, you know what I mean? Right. And, uh, like, it was, like, no wasted energy. Like, she was barely even breathing that hard by the end of the fight. So, that's what I like to see. Like, I don't, I don't like just to see just, just all-out slugfest. Right. Just what like, I like to see the very, the methodical, you know, just, yeah, yeah. just pick them apart. Yeah. Kind appreciate, of fighters. appreciate yeah. the technique. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's what, was what I really liked about the main event. Just, yeah. Usman was just, just with that jab, just, <laughs> I know he picked him apart, worked him down. Like I said, I think he's got a bit of a reach advantage, but, uh, you know, he used it to his advantage. I mean, it was, you know, without spoiling the fight, it was good. I mean, it was really oh, good. I guess we should have put a spoiler alert. I mean, yeah, at this point, I'm sure, like, you know, if, if you've been on any sort of social media, I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, but, you know, Kamaru Usman retained his title against Gilbert Burns, and it was a darn good fight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, what do you think about the cameras? They're updating. Man, the cameras. they know. don't even look real. Real, yeah. The the fighters, I'm telling you, there are times when you look at them and they look like they're in a video game. Yeah, and it's I, I kind of scary. <laughs> I think it's like a. It's almost like a. I don't know. It's almost like they're trying to merge. Like the real image and like the yeah, three, yeah, the 3D like image a, the in it at the same yeah. time, and like yeah, it was yeah. it was cool. I know. Definitely. It's like it's it's like if you took a picture with your camera on portrait mode. Uh, it's like that, but yeah, it's a whole video. Yeah. Like a, yeah, like the main the main part of the screen, like dead center of the screen, is very clear and it kind of fades out. Uh, like I said, it, like it would in a portrait mode. Um, I wonder if that's just a lens. Maybe it's not a camera. No, I think it's a camera. Yeah. I think it's a camera because I've seen the NFL doing it too. Oh. So. Okay. So I, it's like a new thing. In the I industry. think it's. I think it's the next <clears throat> evolution of that technology. Well, just in time. Like everybody's. I know. Stuck. Like, eventually that that that, that camera is going to be. Accessible uh, to yeah, people. in our phones. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, um, yeah, I mean, eight K technology. How how crazy is that? Eight K, eight K AR. I don't know. I mean, that's what that camera is. Eight K. You know, you got like, you know, ten eighty p, four K. It's like eight thousand pixels. Oh, eight K. Yeah. I thought we said A. No, no, I no. Like okay. Oh, that's why you yeah. said AR. Ah, oh, you silly. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so no. Eight K camera. That's why. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. That's why it looks so ridiculous. What was sixteen K is gonna be like? It doesn't. I don't even know. I can't even fathom. I mean, it'll look like our video games look. Somehow, though, video games, up until this point, seem like they look not as good. Somehow, we're just going to merge in TV. 
I don't know. Some like, cause video games they look good, but they clearly you go, all right, well it's a video game. It doesn't look like real life. So because you can't make it look like real life, are they gonna just make TVs look not quite as good? Like almost like they're gonna just by by kind of blurring the outsides of the screen, like it makes. Like, I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. I don't know, but one thing that I just thought of, I don't know if this goes way off of what you're just talking about. I think acting, like like real real time acting, you know, like go you know like going to an opera. So I'm like way off here with the opera, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, like acting. Choose you something know. else then. <laughs> you know, there's a stage and there's actors on a stage, and if you get those type of cameras. And you get acting in real time, like, like actors doing their thing. And you get some good actors up there doing a, r- a good play. I would start watching that. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like... Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm saying, uh, I don't know. Like, where, 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 are they, where else are they going to put these cameras? It's like, I mean, eventually, like, all, you know, everything that has real people will have those cameras, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know... I don't know. I just want to see some good, good stuff. Good use of these eight, eight, eight cameras. Well, if by good, good use, movies. do you mean they're going to uh, make some mind-numbing television with it? That you know, we'll probably probably have some guys and some girls uh, stuck in some place, like an island or a house or something else, <laughs> where they will then somehow get entangled so they can have romantic affairs with each other. Then yes, you're correct. That's exactly what will happen. Yeah, yeah. That or one of them will get stuck with 18 roses and have to one by one let one go each week until there's one bachelor left. Oh. And that's what those 8K TVs are going to do. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> oh, so it's uh, going to be the same shit, but just... Yeah, you'll be able to see the sweat pours better. Yeah. You'll be able to see how nervous they are when they're handing out the last rose or how nervous they are when somebody calls them out for banging somebody else's boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm kidding. I hope that's not what TV's wasted on nowadays. What if they could take old movies and... And, like, update them, bring them up to speed? Update them to 8K. Is that possible? Or is it just whatever camera you are shooting with at that time? Well, you know, they do remaster things. So, I mean, obviously, to some extent, it's possible. Yeah, but I don't know. All the way up to 8K. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you're going to take, like, maybe from the... Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's newer (laughs) than what I was thinking. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know if you could take a movie from, like, the 60s. And bring it up to 8K. I don't know if, you know. Gone with the wind. That would be. Yeah, it would be. That would be crazy. Gone with 8K. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you could. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Who am I? You're right. You know, I got no no degree in. But what know. if what if it's, uh, it's not what, what if it's not bringing the original image up to 8K? It's, you put the original film into a computer and the computer rebuilds the image in 8K. If that makes sense. Okay. So it's not so it's not like you're taking a picture and trying to ex- expand it. Right. You're taking the picture and then the computer rebuilds it 
at I mean, a better, yeah, and that at may a be, higher That may resolution. be what they do when they remaster something. Yeah, I, I think that's know. what it would probably have to take. Yeah, I mean, what it would take. yeah, well, eventually, sure, they'll get an 8K. Like I said, eventually, we'll have 8K camera phones. So, like, you know, yeah, eventually, you know, they'll probably... But here's... I don't know. Yeah. What is it like? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So... <laughs> Yeah. This rocket going well, off tonight. Are you excited about it? I am. Yeah, it's been a while. You've, you've seen rockets go off. Oh before, yeah, though, I've seen them. I remember the first time one went off. We were living in the apartment, <laughs> and I was playing PlayStation or something, and the rocket went off. And I remember like, you know, the ground shaking. And I remember from it going, "Holy crap! Is this an earthquake?" <laughs> like I, because I didn't know there was a rocket thing. I was just out of nowhere. The ground started shaking. I'm going, bro, like. What's going on? Yeah, this might be an earthquake. <laughs> no, yeah. just a rocket or a shuttle or something going off. Yeah, when when they go off, obviously they're making a ton of noise and, you, and things are vibrating. Also, when they re-enter the atmosphere, it, it sends off like a shockwave. So I remember hearing that before too. Yeah. And I remember like I was once again I was watching TV or playing PlayStation or something. And I remember hearing that, and I was like, oh, shoot, like, we live in a rough neighborhood. Is that <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? Uh, it was a rough neighborhood. It was. It was, for sure. It was fun, though. <sighs> going and swimming in the pool from time to time. I wouldn't do that now. Corona times. Bro, I shouldn't have done it then, that crummy. Corona time. That's probably pool. where it came from. Uh, dirty old pool. No, I miss that place sometimes. I don't miss that place. I do miss the... (laughs) (laughs) That place sucked dick. (laughs) Uh, That place sucked. Remember the hallway always smelled? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it did. It was dirty. They never cleaned it. No. That was a (laughs) shithole. No, I just, you know... I definitely don't miss that place. I do miss... That sense of freedom that we had back then, that sense of uh, just arrogant freedom, arrogant cockiness. We didn't think about shit. We weren't concerned about the future. We were just living the day. Uh, the good old days. Now we're worried about. Uh, now we're adults. Water, <laughs> cry us a river. Uh, no, but I mean, like, yeah. I remember playing with Legos and Connects. Yeah, those man. are the days I miss. Take me back to those days. I remember working in the call center and making, like, making model. Do you remember when I made that catapult? Yeah, that I remember catapult that. would put a hole like holes <laughs> in the wall. That jump was dangerous. <laughs> I made a catapult in a call center and was shooting it. Oh, yeah, I forgot that we were doing that. We were, like, building stuff on our desk. Yeah. And they eventually, like, we, they eventually told us to either, like, stop building stuff or something. I don't know. I don't know. They didn't let me shoot at other people's cubbies. <laughs> <laughs> but then we had that one dude who was my boss, and he liked the band. So, like, I was mm-hmm. able to get away with a lot of stuff. I forgot that dude's name. I forget too. I remember one time they had like unlimited overtime at the time, and uh, I went to Hooters and I got like 
pretty drunk <laughs> on like a lunch break or whatever because like you could just go whenever and jason was working that night i'm not mm-hmm. gonna mention J. well i don't remember jason's last name anyway but jason was working that night and i got really drunk at hooters and i went over there and i'm sitting with him uh and two other spanish girls i don't remember their names but like we we're just kicking it having a good time and like the lines are always open because you're basically just waiting for a call to come in and uh, I remember I was on the thing. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty fucking drunk. And I was like, immediately, like, after I said that, I was like, <gasps> I looked at Jason. Like, I held my headset. I was like, Jason, I was like, I said I was drunk on a thing. And if they listen to my recording, they're going to know I'm drunk. And he's like, yeah, man, it's cool. They're not listening to it. <laughs> uh, here I thought, for some reason, it mattered. No. It didn't. Who were you working for? Were you working for Yellow Pages or something? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yellow 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 Pages is not... I mean, I guess it's a thing as an internet company, but, like, it's not even a real thing anymore. No. No. I think people still get them, you know. That's crazy. Phone books. I think I was working for health... Net maybe health net. Yeah, I did. I, I worked for some one some insurance stuff like that at some yeah. point. Oh, it was a uh, I don't know whatever health insurance. Yeah, that was those were fun times. It was. It was. Those were fun times. Was it a job that like it sucked just enough that you didn't care? So. Yeah, yeah, it sucked, but it was <laughs> so just, just enough fun. You were like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> They'll be coming in and telling the group, like, "All right, you guys have to stop taking thirty-minute bathroom breaks." And and I, I knew I was guilty of it, but I didn't care. I didn't stop doing it. You know, yeah. I would just go was, in there and um, play on my phone or something. <laughs> and yeah, man, it was. You remember the TV show Workaholics? Yeah, it was. Work- that's what it kind of what it reminded yeah, me of. Yeah, it was yeah. workaholics for us. Yeah, we just kind of we it wasn't a serious job at all. Uh, yeah. Gosh, man, new career opportunities there. Yeah, no, not at all. None you want. And then it got shut down. Did it get shut down? Yeah, it got shut down. It's not thing anymore that's probably a good thing yeah then on Wednesday nights we used to go to Applebee's for two for ones mm-hmm. gosh that was a good time too oh apple cheese Applebee's for two for ones and then a steak and shake to sober oh, up with a four dollar meal dude god I used to go get plastered at Applebee's I'd immediately, we'd all go to Steak and Shake, and while everybody was in line, I'd be like, hey, i got to go take a piss. And I'd go to the bathroom. I'd throw up like three times, then I'd come <laughs> back out, and I'd get food, and I'd eat with a milkshake. And by the time I got home and I went to bed, I'd feel fantastic the next morning. <laughs> but the trick is you have to throw up like two or three times <laughs> to get that extra alcohol out of your system. Uh, and that was once a week. Oh, man. Good days, good days, good old days, good old Gosh, days. I drink one beer now, and if I don't pass out 30 minutes later, I'll be hungover for two days. 
Yeah, we we drove by all that crap the other day, so it was kind of cool seeing our old stomping grounds. What did you drive by? I know. I mean, we drove by the apartments for sure. Yeah, I went we didn't by drive by Steak and Shake, but we drove by uh, you know, pretty much everything else. Chalkies, we drove by Applebee's. We drove by. Um, well, I guess if we drove by Applebee's, we pretty much drove by Steak and Shake as well. So maybe we did. Yeah. Yeah. Drove by the mall. And. See, yeah. Cocoa Beach and all that. Like. Yeah, it was awesome. See, there's part of Flashbacks me Flashbacks, for sure. There's part of me that enjoys it. But, you know, I work close to it, so I see it. I mean, I don't, I don't see it often. It's not like I go to Merritt Island that much. Mm-hmm. But, like, I see it, and part of me is like, oh, nice. And part of me goes, another part of me goes, well, you know, it makes me think, like, what am I still doing here now, though? You know, that, that chapter of my life, you know, has ended. So it's like, now it's like, where are we going now? What are, where's the next move at? Where, where, where's anybody going, you know? I know. The thing is, one thing I've realized that, you know, where where where, <laughs> where you're at now is not where where you thought you would be, would have been, like six, eight years, ten years ago, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, yeah, even if somebody told me two years ago. That I would be living in a van, traveling the world, doing all that. Like it would, it may have made sense in my head, but I would be like, no, I, I probably wouldn't be doing that because it wouldn't make sense at the time. Right, right. It makes sense. Like, like you really, ne- you never know where you're going to be and how you get there. I guess. No, I agree with that. I mean, you know, yeah. If you told me two years ago I'd be doing a podcast I'd be like oh yeah man sure that'll be cool like I definitely would you know I would in my mind two years ago yeah I would have liked to do it but you know it wouldn't have been feasible but now you're doing it I know I know I know but now I'm trying to figure out you know where's the the next move I mean um, you know continuing obviously the podcast but just go with the flow obviously don't uh don't you know right don't yeah, rush just nothing. let it grow yeah man let it let it sprout like just this is a uh, this is just the roots this isn't uh, it hasn't even sprouted yet there's nothing even coming out of the ground yet right it's just the seed that's just cracking open with just right. a little thing poking Re- out reaching for the sun yeah that's where you're at right now I know. I mean, I know it's been fun so far, though. It really, yeah. has. I mean, you know, it really has. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, I got so much more, like, you know, I was going to say it's not terribly difficult, but it is, you know, finding people to do uh, episodes is difficult. And I, you know, there's still a thousand things I got to learn, but, you know, persistence is obviously the key. I think people, uh, I don't know. Well, I've never tried to get guests on a podcast. So, how difficult is that? I figured like people would be 
Oh, you got a podcast? Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll be on the podcast for sure. Well, yeah. Everyone yeah. is. Like, everybody probably wants to be on there, but nobody's commit. nobody commits. Well, yeah. Everyone well, is nobody, until you're like, all right, cool, let's do it. And then, like, reality sets in. They go, oh, people are going to hear me. They're <laughs> going to be able to judge me. They're going to be able to make, you know, form opinions off of what I say. Well, that's, that's the world we live in, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is. You know, people are going to form opinions about you regardless. At least if you can speak your mind and speak your truth, you know, if they form an opinion that way and they don't like you, well, then, you know, they can suck. Opinions are not facts. Yeah. So opinions are like just uh, worthless, pretty much, yeah. you know, in a way. I mean, yeah. They're Especially all, you know, if you're talking about, like, somebody else, you know. It's just, you know, I re- you respect everyone's opinion, but you don't have to live your life by their rules. Yeah. You know, this is your game. By, I don't live my life by anybody's rules. Not even my own. <laughs> uh, yeah. Man. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for this year, this podcast, this uh, trip we're probably going on. What are you thinking about a website? Do you have anything in mind? I can build you one, help you out. I mean, I need, I mean, you know, in time for sure, I need to create one. You know, maybe sooner than later for all I know, but I just, that's why I say I got so much more. I got to, I still got to learn and still got to figure out and, you know, still just figure, it's just so much stuff, you know. It's a never ending process, like everything, you know, you can never learn everything. But, um, you know, even now, like, building growing thing yeah it takes about 10 years for anything to kind of you know gain momentum i guess to get to the point to where it's i know you know, you're seeing i know i'm hoping to one day the spoils of war i'm hoping to one day so have speak. joe rogan on my podcast <laughs> wouldn't that be cool or be on like joe calling Rogan's you podcast. up man like dude let, let me on your podcast you're like no i don't have you're, you're small fish <laughs> no, I don't no, have to have that. no. Small fish, big fish, you know, red fish, blue fish. I don't care. It is you crazy know. though how who he does get on the podcast. You know? Oh Pretty yeah, much anybody and everybody. Yeah, it trips not me out. I mean, yeah, like what I love about Joe's podcast is there's so much diversity. You could get. No, you can get, um, you know, he can get scientists. He's got doctors. He's got, you know, athletes. He's got comedians. He's got people who are just unbelievably smart to people who seem unbelievably dumb. Uh, You know, he's really, yeah, I mean, he's. You just need to. That's why he's the king. Yeah. He doesn't have the average shows, though. I mean, obviously, (laughs) obviously those people are. At the end of the day, just average people, you know, not to down. Well, not, not to I mean, they're, they're, them, yeah, they're, know, they're, they're humans. Just they're just human at the beings. End of the day. Yeah. But average man, the, the, the average, the average shows, they're interesting too. You know? Yeah, for sure. So for maybe sure. he's got to kind of go that route. I mean, obviously yeah, well, you're not you know, going for scientists at the moment. I go for whoever wants to come up here. I just, yeah. you know. I want to hear everyone. I want to hear everyone. I want to get everyone's like thoughts, everyone's opinions. I, you know, I'm fascinated by the way people think, the way they come about their thought process. You know, just 
I'm intrigued to, uh, you know, see what makes it, what makes people tick. So, yeah, you know, that's that's probably the biggest. It's, a, thing. it's an interesting mechanic us people how how we work how how we think and how yeah. we react to things differently even yeah. though we're all looking at the same thing you know yeah well i mean you know yeah like i said I th- it's you know we everyone is unique in their own way and you know while there are a lot of kind of patterns to thoughts you know everyone's kind of got their own thought process and i'm just intrigued to know what people you know what they like what they don't like what they think what ideas they've you know thought about what you know what things stump them and their thoughts just everything i think there's patterns in survival if that makes sense yeah absolutely like obviously every living thing needs to eat and survive and learn yeah, how well. to look for its food and get its food and all that stuff yeah. but anything else after that is is you know, left for left up to randomization, I guess. Like I don't really know. Like I, I know we may have to edit this part out. I'm kind of lost, lost in <laughs> lost no, in no, thought man. here. <laughs> but basically, what I'm getting at here is uh, there are patterns, but they only matter. But they're only there to a certain point. Right. Well, I think there's instinctual patterns. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. There's and then there's you know like your subconscious, subconscious thoughts and choices, uh, as opposed to your conscious thoughts and choices. There's almost like there's organized patterns and there's chaotic patterns. If that makes sense. Right. Like right. Yeah. You know, all the things that seem random and just out of the blue, may seem just that but they're actually a pattern and then in and of themselves you know do you think by chance just (laughs) giving a theoretical question here um do you think by chance that we're based like everything's based on waves like frequencies i thought about that i know what you're talking about like um like so here's I'm trying to think how to form this question and make it not sound uh, so stupid (laughs) Um, so you remember like old cartoons or something people would say a word and the word would come out of their mouth and word form and you could see it or it hit somebody or whatever Mm -hmm. else what if what if because in some sense I mean if you want to go on this theory we're all made of energy right you know, we're or neutrons and electrons or protons. Yeah. Uh, and we're all made of energy. What if those words, when they come out of our mouth, are energy, right? And they yeah. actually come out as words, and they sit there and like almost like in an invisible cloud, and people walk into that energy, and it uh, affects them positively or negatively. Maybe not on such a broad spectrum, but if you had enough of those negative clouds you run into it brings your mood down and same thing with the positive ones because you know when you're around somebody who's in a good mood it's like infectiously you seem to be in a better mood mm-hmm. and vice versa when you're around somebody who's in a crappy mood after you've been around a while you're kind of in a crappy mood yeah, yeah. you know what if that negative what if they're you know the words they're saying though we can't see it come out in like this negative energy 
and we walk into that energy and then we almost absorb it in some way i mean that's very possible that's very possible a lot there's it's, it's interesting you, you you're talking about waves like maybe that's all that's all reality is it's just a bunch of waves what we see what we hear how we react to things how we how we how we take things and how we just absorb all the waves around us you right know well I mean? yeah i mean waves are definitely a, a real you know they're a very real thing we have sound waves shock waves yeah, well, just we uh, the waves from the ocean for those who have seen the ocean just we, we go every day we we see what we see and just take it for what it is like oh this is the world around me but in reality like just just the just the visual spectrum that we can measure like scientists can measure you know you have gamma rays x-rays all that like like you can't see my skeleton right now right but right. if you had x-ray goggles you could right so it's 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 not that you're seeing it's not that you're removing my skin and then you're seeing my skeleton now you're seeing past my skin and then you're seeing my bones and whatnot. So, theoretically, my bones are always exposed at all times. Depending on what light you're viewing my arm, like, what spectrum you're viewing my arm in, if that makes sense. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I so, it's like, yeah, it, yeah. Like it's you're just changing the way you're seeing something, and you see something different, even though you're looking at the same thing. Right. It's kind of like their per, your your perspective. Like all, lens. all of that is there at all times. You know what I mean? There's there's X. Imagine if you could just walk around the world with X-ray goggles on. You know? Yeah, you could see through clo clothes and purses and whatnot. But imagine if you could see everything. You know, the sky, the the water, like it. it you just made it You're to the point to, to where this everything yeah you just made it to the point to where that I mean, is your yeah. your it just became your natural vision at that point you know it just worked it in to our evolution i guess you would be you would like be people the are best. starting to be born with x-ray vision like are, are we changing the world or are we just changing the way we see it obviously we're changing the way we're seeing it so so basically what I'm saying, all, all these different ways of, all these things are existing in the same time, but we we're, we're, but we're, but we're only seeing one, like a very small percentage of it. That makes sense. So with that being said, what all is actually around us that we're just not seeing? Right. Like, you know, obviously, you know, whether you believe or disbelieve, there's the idea of ghost, yeah. you know, or spirits. Uh, and you know, some people say children can see them, but adults can't for some reason. Some people say dogs can see them. That's why they bark randomly and you're not sure why, but what if they exist? I mean, you know, I mean, not ghosts like Casper or like, but more like a quote unquote spirit, you know, mm -hmm. like something, maybe not something you could see, but something you feel or something that's, you know, that sense of like. You know, something's near you. Yeah. There's a <clears throat> definitely something to that because there's a. I, I don't mean, know, the, yeah, maybe. So. I hate to say the sixth sense because, like, you know, the movie or whatever. But like, there's there's a 
there's definitely something about the human body that like knows like when something's around i guess right that it doesn't have to be like an animal or some body well you it, certainly you, like, you just you just feel like there's something around yeah you, know? you certainly get feelings and and uh notions and i don't know if inklings is even the correct word there but just yeah. you know you get you get uh you know i guess for you know signs things that make you just you go oh man like and i mean they're very real you know where they're from i'm not sure but we've all got them you've all been in a situation you're like oh i need to get the heck out of here or whatever like you know just their feelings that is un- undoubtable undeniable yeah. but yeah i mean i don't know we should go ghost hunting one of these days <laughs> <laughs> i've never been ghost hunting that, that used to be a really big thing, man. You remember when they used to do a lot of ghost TV shows? Yeah, I they always made it a a TV show. Unfortunately, <laughs> they always had to make it like over dramatic for what it was. Well, yeah, to the, because to the point to where I feel like they had to fake a lot of it just to make it interesting. Well, yeah, of course, which probably discredited whatever was real. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like I said, I you know. I guess it goes back to what I was saying. I don't think you know there's Casper ghost or like white sheet ghost oh, or don't. you know. Hey, sorry if you do. I'm not hating. I'm just saying I have never I've never seen one. I've never seen anything to make me disbelieve and uh, my disbelief for Casper or white sheet ghost. But I'm not so much to say that I don't believe. Uh, you know, or, you know, not so much that I could just discredit the thought of there being some sort of spirit or spiritual feeling uh, that, you know, could be out there because they're, you know, they, they happen. You know, we all feel it. You know, it's calling it a spiritual being may make it seem whatever. But I mean, yeah, like I said, when you're in a spot and you can feel it, you feel something, you know, whether you're you're in a scary place and you feel what you feel like is somebody on with you. Or, you know, I've been in church and felt like I felt the Lord's presence in church. So, I've you know, I've felt both. I've felt that scare and I felt that warmth and, you know, goodness. So, like, but, you know, it makes me wonder, you know, is that, is that a real thing? Yeah, I mean, there's got to be, right? There's got yeah. to be something. Well, just like I said, like you, you know, we, we, we use these x-ray machines to see our skeletons, like, but we're only seeing it in like in a picture, you know. Like imagine if we could see all forms of light, all spectrums of light at all, at all times. Like we, we we would see all kinds of crazy shit around us. You, you think I mean? that's what people? That's what it is. When we people might take like LSD, like maybe. psychedelics. Maybe. Like, yeah. who's to say that stuff not is real? You know, but the only, uh, a wall a, a wall is real because we can touch it. We can. We can lick it. We can see it. <laughs> <laughs> like I lick it's the second thing you think of. Yeah, if you if you do LSD, and you and you see something, and you know you might be able to touch it, you might be able to smell it, you might be able. To, then why is it not real? You know, at that point, you know, every everything is just exists in our brains anyway. You know. Yeah. If you take away our senses, then. Does that wall, would that wall exist anymore? We wouldn't know because we wouldn't be able to tell. Mm, yeah. That's an interesting thought. So maybe mm. LSD, we're just tapping into an additional sense that we don't really 
have a word for. I mean, well, maybe we do. I just, I just don't know it. Yeah. Well, you know, they say that, uh, you know, the ancient uh, people, I don't really, you know, know exactly which ones. There seem to be a lot of them. But people in the ancient time used to do a lot of uh, LSD teas and rituals and stuff like that. And it seemed to have a lot of visions and stuff. What I found interesting, though, it seems in a lot of cases, uh, a lot of them have similar, like pretty close visions, though they don't live in the same spots or would have any way of, you know, really knowing each other. So I wonder, like, when you take a LSD, does it uh, see me trigger? To the same place? Well, yeah. Does it trigger the same part of your everyone's brain to make them think something similar? Does it send them to some secret, I mean, not secret place, but like, you know, yeah. Does it send them to the same realm of consciousness or realm of unconsciousness? You know, like. What is consciousness? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know. I, I have a kind of a random thought. Okay. Like. Well, obviously, reincarnation is a thing that's people, some people believe or whatever. Right. But what if it's not like a, uh, like oh, you you die and you come back as a bird or something? Maybe. What if it's uh, what if it's just simply a mathematic mathematical equation? Like all all the all the cells, everything that makes you you. Even your your genetics, your DNA, all the cells in your body, like that is it's like a one and a quadrillion times that chance of all of that. It, it it takes a lot to for you to be you, you know what I mean? It, and it take it would be really hard to recreate you all the way down to a molecular level. But given enough time and a given enough random chances, given enough cellular makeup or yeah, just given enough opportunities, why couldn't everything that makes you, you happen again, if that makes sense? Well, I mean, you know, like whatever, yeah, yeah. I think Did any of that makes sense. No, yeah. Well, I get what you're <laughs> saying. I, I mean, I think I get what you're saying. I think the idea is, uh, you know, why is it impossible for if it was uh, a reincarnation or kind of like a evolution of people that you couldn't be recreated a second time? Yeah. Throughout the course of time. Like if you're being if you're be if if you can be created once, then why can't you be created again? Right. Well, Re I mean, regardless of how that creation is, I mean, theoretically, yeah, it could be random. I guess it could be organized. You know. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could, and I mean, you know, they're working on devices and things nowadays that can help to recreate, you know, DNA and genetic code. So eventually, that you probably will. Maybe they already have. They're just cloning people. You know, I had this thought one time. I don't know if you can call it like a theory because I don't know if I necessarily had faith in this idea. But I had this thought one time uh, back kind of like to the idea of energy. Um, imagine the earth, I don't know, we'll say like, I don't know, 100 trillion, 
need mm-hmm. to be a lot for my point. Okay, so imagine that the earth and everything in, on it uh, takes up um, a certain amount of, let's just say, lightning bolts. Because in my head, I imagine like a little coin with a lightning bolt on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so imagine it takes, you know, 10 trillion lightning bolts to uh, make earth, you know, and then another 10 trillion to make the, you know, the water, land, whatever else. Eventually, you know, you get to the point that uh, if you keep creating things, you're going to run out of these coins. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't I just use coins to start with? Yeah, so eventually you, you run out of coins. So my idea is that um, as long as we have coins, people keep getting created. Yeah. Eventually, you run out of coins. And when you run out of coins, an elderly person or someone uh, like an elderly person would pass mm-hmm. because eventually they don't have enough coins to keep paying their debt to quote unquote life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, they end up passing Well, they pass. Now there's a hundred coins back in the bank of life. Mm-hmm. Life is then able to create a baby or, you know, two babies or whatever, but they have to continue uh, to pay their debt to life, which is time, because eventually time will get all of us. And the idea is that, um, you know, we get to sustain life and exist longer uh, through the unfortunates of others. Someone young dies in a car accident. You know, someone young dies dies of something other than old age. That... Uh, coins then get put into the bank of life and that's what helps to keep sustaining us that's why some of us will live a longer life and die of old age whereas other of us could live the similar life but die of a younger age so some crazy idea i had <laughs> no i like it but I, yeah well, that was that something i thought said, of years ago it, it would almost seem like you would have a max capacity of right. coins you know like you, you, you there would only be but so many life forms yeah and and no more than that and when you lose one you gain another in some yeah exactly exactly so like i i said a hundred trillion i really guess it didn't need a big capacity you could say you have a thousand coins Mm -hmm. and earth takes you know 300 to make so then you got 700 coins for animals birds people whatever make you know whatever we consider to be you know animals or whatever so and then, so is it uh, the same life forms just in rotations? Uh, I don't know. I never thought really that far into that part. <laughs> uh, like I said, this is this was a thought I had, you know, years back when I was younger. But um, yeah. So like the idea would be like, you know, you got a hundred coins, but a new person costs one hundred and fifteen coins. Well, then some, you know, some person who's closer to the end of their life, paying their rent. Well, they can't pay their rent, so then they disappear. I mean, that sounds a little morbid when you say it like that. It sounds like real life to me. Yeah, I mean, you can't pay your rent, get the fuck out. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I mean, you know, so like, you know, when an elderly person passes of old age or something like that, then you have that, you know, that money that comes in to play, and then you're able to get, you know, a new baby or, you know, whatever else. Maybe it doesn't cross over from species to species. Maybe every species has its 
own amount of coins. Well, no, that would make sense because. Well, because you couldn't like, recreate new species. <laughs> no, because like their species go extinct. Yeah, you know? right. That's what I'm saying. Like, so maybe species to species, of animals die every day, and 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 in the same rate, you know, thousands upon thousands of animals are being born. You know, it may not be. You know, an elephant dies and then a minnow is born. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> body mass is not a one-to-one transition, but life form it is, if that makes sense. Body mass, for sure. You know, an adult. I don't think an adult costs the same to maintain as a chi- as a exactly. baby would. You so know? you couldn't factor that in. Yeah. Um, what a ridiculous thought <laughs> we got onto. But, <laughs> but that, that sounds... Almost like Groundhog's Day, because then we're just, you know, it's it's just a, like a gumball machine, I guess. Yeah. You can only put but so many in, and once they run out, you just fill it right back up to the same line, it empties and fills it right back up. Maybe just it is. a never-ending cycle of gumballs. Maybe it is machine. interspecies, though. Yeah. Maybe it is interspecies, because... Humans seem to grow over time, but yet we kill animals and extinct other animals in the process to make ourselves grow <coughs> larger in numbers. Yeah. There are more humans than there are dinosaurs, that's for sure. Hmm. So for every one dinosaur that died, another species was born. See, like... If the dinosaurs were wiped out by a meteor, which is seems to be the uh, story, um, a lot of things died very quickly. So would that means a lot of bugs were born at, at that time. I mean, possibly yeah, they're uh, one of the things that could sustain and lived. Yeah. You know, maybe a lot of fish. I don't know. A lot of birds, possibly. So I don't really know how the bird thing works, though. Because, like, is there, you know, the idea is that, you know, uh, a big flood washes over the earth. So is there, like, no tree branches? Like, what do birds do? Because, you know, there's still quite a bit of them. So some of them had to figure out somewhere to go, right? Like, well, the top of mountains? <laughs> a flood is, a, it may not be the, you know... Like zero land mass, you know. Right, right. Well, yeah, but this is supposed to be like a pretty massive flood, so. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what, you know. I mean, they didn't really have Doppler radar back in the day. <laughs> so, uh, it's really hard to say. Come on, radar, tell me what a flood looked like. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to say <laughs> that it was a global flood, you know. Yeah, I'm sure somewhere there had to be, you know. There had to be some sort of landmass that these things yeah. were able to go to. I mean, if the entire state of Florida were to flood right now, it would seem like the world was flooding to us because we we, we got to do something. Right, you everything know? you would see would be underwater. <laughs> yeah, but realistically, the world's not flooding. It's just it's just this one little one little state. I mean, that would still be bad. <laughs> yeah, it would. It would suck. 
I'm pretty excited about this rocket tonight. It's putting up. Do you remember how many satellites it's supposed to be putting up? Yeah, like 60 or something. I had the. Uh, the old website saved. 1120 is still on time. I wonder if that race. I wonder if the Daytona 500 ever started back up. I know they just decided to. I know the stands were postponed. Oh, they go green after a five-hour weather delay. So they're actually racing right now. Yeah, I think they're racing. How crazy is that? I think it just goes on. It doesn't stop. Yeah. I think they just keep continue on. Dude, there's no way until like, somebody's done. That's crazy. There's no way I would I would hang out. Yeah, that's why people like camp there because they yeah expecting well, it to be a multi-day thing. That's the only way I, I could justify, you know, even even thinking about. It. That's crazy. Hmm. We left at what four thirty five o'clock. Mm-hmm. And they're just now getting back on the track. Yeah, so let's think about it. At 3 o'clock, probably, they stopped the race. Yeah. And at 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock, they start. So six hours, you know, it was just, I hope we can find something to kill time. What do you do with. if you're a racer? Do you go to sleep and, like, all right, wake me up when it's time, and hopefully you're just yeah, you're right know. back in the zone, or do you just stay in the zone? You're just running around out in the parking lot or something. Like, how do you do this? <laughs> Drink it. Drinking Red Bulls. Yeah. Come on, come on, go. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Certainly they got to do something, but. And what happens when they wreck? If they have another car, can they get back in the race or are they just out? Like if they like total their car, I, they're I, like legitimately can't drive anymore. I think you're just out because yeah. you got to do lap times and practice times with. You know, I don't think you get to add extra cars. Now, my yeah. question is, uh, like in a position like this where they had six hours, were they able to fix their car and get back in the race? Mm-hmm. Oh, if they could fix it by the time. Now, I guess in theory, if they can fix it by the time the race ends, they can get back in. It's just a matter of how behind you want to be. Right. That's That was my thought. Let's see, it says, in, in 2017, NASCAR will have new rules and restrictions what teams can do when they come. it comes to repairing damaged cars and putting them back onto the track. The gist, is, the gist of it is that teams will have five, is that five hours or five minutes to make repairs on pit road. In the past, we have seen teams replace noses, spoilers, deck lids, hoods, etc., so I don't know if that means you can't do that stuff anymore or that means you got to do it within five minutes. I mean, Five minutes is not a lot of time to make repairs no, on a car. No, but bro, NASCAR drivers or NASCAR pit crews are Oh, yeah, I've seen ready. them do it quick. But, like, ready. you're talking about, like, structural damage to the car. Yeah, no, like, yeah. You don't fix that in five minutes. What can so NASCAR rack, crews you, actually fix during a race? Here we go. Maybe I got something here. Tires. Quick repairs. 
What are quick repairs? So there are many moving parts underneath the hood of a car. Yes, we know. Oh, so quick repairs is like adding duct tape to things. <laughs> Computer adjustments. What can't they do? Oh, yeah, if the repair takes longer than five minutes, the car is not allowed to return to the race. Wow. So all those guys that crashed today are pretty much screwed. So there's probably like there were 16 out of the 20 or 16 out of the 40 cars. So there's what 24 cars left. Mm -hmm. I told you a lot of a lot of the car, car crashes happen early. I know. Well, I there's know. so there's just so many cars. There's more opportunities to crash. And who did you have? I know you said DeWalt. The, the, Do you remember the who DeWalt the car? I don't. I don't. I, I don't know any of the names. I know. I don't. I'm a I don't terrible know either. sports watcher. A terrible sports watcher. <laughs> and da na na na. Are these their grid? I don't know. Well, that's interesting. So you can only make five-minute repairs. That's certainly. Uh, Short. <laughs> so, uh, I'm assuming they just time them. So as soon as the car gets into the pit. Yeah, they got five minutes. They just hit the clicker and they. I wonder what all they could repair in that time frame. I mean, they're good. Pit crew. I know, but I they mean. They can take like, the tires off and replace them. So we know that. Yeah. So they can take the tires off within like 10 seconds. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Quicker than that. Let's just say 10. So that's 10 seconds. Taking tires off. They can probably take suspension and all that crap off let's say another 20 seconds as far as the Maybe. engine goes like, I don't know I feel like that would take a lot more time like, I, I mean suspension possibly like tie rods outer tie rods inner tie rods they could probably change fairly quickly um, like steering gear I don't think they I don't know if they could do that in five minutes well, what does the basic frame look like but I'm assuming as long as the, the frame is not damaged, they can replace any and everything else. You know what I mean? I mean, yes, but in five minutes, I don't think so. I guess, um, yeah. All right, what other? And for sure, the framework, you know, that's not something they can just hammer and dolly out. NASCAR car frame. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah. So as long as... Essentially, none of that has significant damage. Then everything else can be replaced. It's just a matter of how fast they can replace yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how many things they have to replace. And yeah, well, them cars there today, <laughs> most of them were not replacing. Yeah, yeah. What a crazy thing. Just in the first 15 laps. It was a pretty crazy wreck, too. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if all 16 cars are out. No, I mean, there's probably a couple of them that would have... Fender benders and Yeah, whatnot. that would have still been able to go, but, I mean, there were some of them that were in some... They were in some bad ways. That was cool. They were going pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they was going fast. It's like... They, they didn't have the speedometer anywhere, so I was kind of upset about that. I know. I, wanted to know how fast I wish they going. could, you know, they would put that up there. How fast? I mean, 
They do, I think, on TV, so it may just be uh, because we were there, you know. Average live. speed. 212 miles an hour. I'm kidding. It's probably 180, 190. That's my okay, guess. Okay, we'll just do a qualifying record. Qual- Set the pole position qualifying record. Navigate it around the circuit in 42.78 seconds, which the average speed is 210 miles an hour. Shit. So today they were probably going right at like 200, 190, something like that. That's fast, bro. Yeah. That's real fast. I've never driven that fast. (laughs) No. No. I can't even. I don't know how fast I've driven. Too fast. And that's just a circular track. Imagine if they had like a long runway. Yeah, yeah. In those cars, they can get a lot faster. Yeah. Yeah. You ever watch like uh, the street, not street racing, Wait, but like uh, drag the road course tracks, like where it's not an oval, it's some sort of, mm-hmm. they got some crazy cars, man, they'll, they'll race. I really enjoy watching, like, in other countries, they got, like, the two-man teams and, like, those sci- – not Scions, but, like, Subarus and shit like mm-hmm. that. And like rally cars? Yeah, yeah, like rally cars, but, like, yeah. the people staying so close to the road. Yeah, I mean, like, they, they get fucked up. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Well, there's some videos out there of people, like, the cars going flying Dude, into the crowd. smokes them. It's yeah. crazy. And they're, you know, like – just part of tradition, I guess. But in my mind, I'm like, look, bro, ain't no you way. You want to be close to the action, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's how people die. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty dope, though. I mean, it's fun to watch them, you know? Yeah, it would be cool to go to more races. I know. I know. I had a lot. Of, I mean, even though we were probably only there, you know, an hour or so, hour and a half. Uh, the race was fun. Yeah. Like, I mean, that was our first time being there. Yeah. At a race like that. Yeah, so. and then flipping cars were loud. Yeah, they were loud. I took my earplug out for one just to hear it. No, bad yeah, idea. my entire eardrum exploded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, bad idea. The jets yeah. were cool, flying around, doing their thing. Yeah, the jets were neat. The jets were definitely cool. I want to get a drone. I know that's not that's off topic, but I see so much cool drone footage. And I'm like, dude, like, if you get a semi, like a decent drone, not like a cheap one, but not like mm-hmm. you know the top of the line. Like, I feel like I'll be, I probably be able to figure out how to fly that fairly easily. An eight K, eight eight K drone. Yeah, with an eight K camera. That way, I can pick up centipedes having sex. <laughs> 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 you could. I'm yeah. Uh, zoom in. I know. I know. Yeah. No, no but I mean, like, but you know, I want to go to these cool spots, and I like it'd be like if I could figure out how to do a drone, like Dylan Thomas does. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how much you watch his stuff on Instagram. Yeah. But yeah. He's always got some cool junk, and like, yeah, you know, I mean, not that I've seen a lot of what Tom Green's doing, but like, I did see it on Joe Rogan's podcast with him. Um. You know, like, I think that'd be cool to do. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want one for sure. Just a matter of buying one. Yeah, I know. I know. And, you know, it's to doing the research and, you Make know. Make sure you get the right the one. Nice, yeah, and them nice ones are not cheap. I mean, like, they seem to very quickly jump up into a thousand bucks. <laughs> I've thought about building one just, like, from scratch. Like, maybe getting a frame and then, like, programming it. Yeah, getting all I the told parts you that uh, putting it together at that uh, flea market. There's some guy who, I guess he probably like repairs damaged ones or whatever and resells them. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's got a spot. That sounds fun. I would like to do that. I know. Well, like I said, I got to figure out how to fly one and make it not suck first. I had like a little one way back when they first like drones really first be- started becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. I had a little one that would fit in the palm of my hand. Uh, and like I got okay at flying that, but like I really couldn't. It was so small, like you really couldn't fly it anywhere that you were, you know, without risking losing it because like yeah. it was just so tiny. It couldn't. Yeah, it wasn't it, stable. It wasn't stable, and like a gu- a good gust of wind would just like, yeah, <laughs> it it you know it was hard to control. And I mean, like I said, it was just too small, but it was like, you know, a one-on-one, and it was fairly cheap. Um, you know, somebody's going to come out with one that's just fucking huge. Just oh, like, dude, they already got them that are huge. The, the yeah. ones that are like a thousand bucks, they're probably like sitting on the table with like oh. propellers out, probably that big. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're not, yeah, they're big. <clears throat> um, there's one, I think it's called like the DJ Maverick. Uh, that's the one I was looking at last that I was really impressed with, but like I said, it's about a thousand bucks. But I mean, you get you get nice ones where like they got GPS tracking on it, and like when the if like if you got it flying way up in the air and the battery starts dying, it like it knows to fly itself back to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they, you know, nowadays like they got them where they follow you, they watch you, so you can make you know you can do a lot of cool stuff with them. That's pretty cool. I know. Yeah, they got like a selfie drone that literally floats in front of you like this and just take, mm-hmm. you know, like it'll take pictures of your face for you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's tiny too. Tiny too. Tiny Tim. You know, they were supposed to tell us when them brownies were made, and I don't think they... Yeah, I don't know. What's they that. lied. <laughs> Why would you do that? <clears throat> we're going to have drones flying all over the place before you know it, though. Oh, yeah. Making deliveries. 2040? Yeah, we'll be a drone society. Probably before then. Like 2030. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking like when they're like... No, like you're going to have pizza being dropped at your door. Right, right. Yeah, delivering the mail and all sorts of junk like that. I know, man. It's coming. It's coming. What do we do? What... What 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 if it gets to the point where we just don't need jobs? Like, just what's the point of getting a job where everything's like automated? I mean, you know, that's kind of the f- fear a lot of people have. Yeah, you know, but I, I mean, feel like it's it's just the way it's going to happen. Which I guess is not a bad thing. Like, do we really need a job if I mean we just automate everything? The problem, yeah, the problem is, is you know. I think no, I don't think we need jobs. I mean, I think I think it would be nice 
if we could live in a society where everyone could not have to have a job and be able to focus on something good and useful for the betterment of mankind. Yeah. But there's also uh, capitalism and evil. And not to say that capitalism is evil. I think capitalism is dying out. I think there's going to be but I don't, I, but a change. Of I don't some know sort. if it can, though. Capitalism is the only, like, capitalism is the closest thing we've had to being the best thing we've had. You know, all the other countries that have done, you know, not that I'm, I'm you know, jumping on a political bandwagon, but uh, all the other countries that have ever done communism or socialism have collapsed. Mm-hmm. Capitalism seems to be the one that works the best <clears throat> thus far. Not to say that it's not flawed, but uh, it seems to have the best whatever. It, uh... It might be a starting point, something new. Let's, we can look at it that way. What if we, you know, capitalism up to this point, which has driven technology, has driven a lot of things to this point, but it has driven us to the point to where like jobs are almost becoming obsolete. Obsolete. So it's... It, it's what what do you do then? You know, what, what, how does capitalism survive then? I was like, we're we're not working day in and day out to, you know, make money to put, buy things. You know, things are just that makes sense. Like that's to me, capitalism can't survive off what's going on right now. So it, we we may have to make a transition. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I still think, you know, even as much as we automate things, for every new thing we invent, we have to have some way to maintain it. So I think jobs, to some extent, will always exist. There will always be jobs. Like you, can't, you can't control the weather, so construction will always be needed in some way or f- shape or form because, you know, in natural disasters, stuff like that, you can't control that. So. Right. Construction will always be needed. And um, I don't know where I was going with that. But there's just some things you can't automate. I mean, I guess you can automate building a house. They have, like, I mean, yeah, houses yeah, that do. are, like, straight-up 3D printing now. Yeah. So what if it gets to that po- point where everybody just has the same house? Well, I mean, if, if you if go into, you know, certain neighborhoods and cul-de-sacs, you know, every third house is the same. You know? I mean, they already do that to some extent. Yeah, true. I mean, like when I when I deliver pizza, I've been been in neighborhoods where it's just like eh, literally every house is exactly same layout. Yeah, like same color and everything. Well, they're yeah. like all be brick or something, all be red bricks. When they do land development and stuff, and they build these cul-de-sacs, that's kind of how they do it. Like people buy the house, and they kind of give them like templates, like you know pick one of these three okay cool now pick one of these three for this one they kind of do that same template so you'll see a lot of the houses look the exact same Mm -hmm. you know every second or third house so there's only so many combinations i guess when they do it that way but it kind of sucks i feel like you would want to design your own house if you're paying for it but i guess it's just cheaper to just 
do a template house, I guess. Well, it's, I think it's cheaper. Uh, you know, most people don't have the time or the understanding of construction to design a house. Yeah, really design their own house, and you know, it's just easier to get some guy, and that guy goes, "All right, cool. Well, here's the three things I think are best for building this house. You should do this, 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 or this." Well, you, they can throw them up really quick. When, oh yeah. When they're like laid out, templated out like oh, that. Oh yeah. Like, Look, they're building a dealership across from my work. Mm-hmm. And they've literally, since laying the slab for the building, uh, the building's almost complete and it's only been like two weeks. They literally, every wall came in pre-done and they just picked it up, stilted it up against the other walls. And That's fast. Dude, it's crazy. It's crazy how fast it is. We're figuring, you know, technology's crazy. <laughs> I mean, the, the idea me of the prefabbed wall, uh, you know, it's perfect. You show up on site, it's already ready to go. You just got to stand her up and put her in her place. That always tripped me out was bridges. Like, how do you build a bridge without needing a bridge to build the bridge? Yeah, have you ever seen that? No. They got some crazy machine. I mean, they they have some crazy stuff now, but I'm just talking about back oh, in yeah, the day. Oh, yeah, back in the day. Like, yeah. What, what, you just throw a rope over and you just kind of like... They start laying I mean, bricks across the rope or something. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, like I, nowadays I, they have to like, like I think it's called the bridge mover, bridge layer, yeah, like or the something. bridge builder. Yeah, yeah. Where it like walks itself out a little ways to build a bridge onto it, and it walks itself out further. Yeah, that thing's crazy. Yeah. So how do they get that in the place? And then when they're done, how do they take it off? <laughs> I don't know. Construction's nuts. Like large scale construction is crazy yeah like cranes trip me out too well like when there's like building a building <laughs> but they're on the side of the building that they're yeah, building like some of them are so tall like how, how did you get how did you get the uh like i was i would feel like you would need a crane in order to build a crane they do they do so like what do you do you get like a small crane to build a medium crane then use yeah, a medium crane to build the large crane yeah Essentially, that's what you do. You get a crane. Like, I used to, you know, I don't know if you remember back when we were in North Carolina, I used to work at that chemical plant. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they used to build cranes out all the time. But, yeah, the crane would come in in pieces on the back of semis, and you get a small crane, and the small crane would build the big crane. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I wish yeah. I could, like, see that process. Dude, that's one thing I do like. I mean, that place I worked at blows. But uh, <laughs> and it's still there, and so many people still work there. If you're at, uh, well, I won't say the name of the place, but it's in Aurora, North Carolina. If you work at the only giant corporation out there in Aurora, <laughs> North Carolina, I feel for you because it sucks. Uh, I worked there longer than I ever cared to. And for those of you that you like your job there, congratulations! I'm glad you enjoy your job, but it still sucks. Um, but with that being said. It did have some cool stuff. I got to see a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I hate the idea of anyone having to slave and work hard, uh, you know, for a measly paycheck or having to be, you know, spend time away from their families. But, yeah, not the point of my comment. Like, dude, I used to do a lot of cool stuff out there. Mm-hmm. I uh, worked for a company doing rubber lining, and we used to line the inside of tanks, like acid tanks. Um that had to be cool. Yeah, it was cool. Dude, I used to do a lot of cool stuff. You know, like, 
and a lot of times it was just maintenance stuff. Uh, or I worked for a company that built scaffolding, so we build scaffolding off the side of the buildings and stuff like that for people to work on. And um, just had a lot of fun random jobs, you know. Here I was just bashing this place, and I'm talking about how fun I had. This place is cool. Yeah, it was dope. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, it was fun. I used to do a lot of fun. You know, I mean, like, I saw a lot of cool stuff there. Like, uh, working on a chemical plant was definitely neat. They just, uh, they dig, they would dig ore out of the ground. So, like, mm -hmm. I remember you go to, like, this, like, flotation building, and, like, they would, like, be shit, like, shifting the ore and stuff and getting all the good out of it and getting rid of the, the bad. But then, like, you know, you're taking the uh, ore, and then it goes to a laboratory where they crush it up, and they're checking to see how much phosphate's in it and this, that, and the other. And uh, it's just different ways you would get uh, that product or whatever. Yeah. And I got to work. I actually worked in the lab for a while, too. I got to, in fact, the lab was where I was working uh, the nights. Corey and Weston called me separately, uh, but the same night to tell me that I should come join the band. And the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> I remember because I was working night shift. And Corey called me, and it's like, man, you should come down here and play music for us, man. Florida's awesome, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right, yeah, whatever, man. Got it. <laughs> you know? Like, well, you know, like, I knew, I know, you know, I knew Corey well enough to know, like, he was just, you know, of course he was going to talk up whatever he had to do to get, you know, whatever his way done type of thing. So I was like, eh, Whatever. And then literally like five minutes later, Weston called me and said, hey, man, uh, I was just thinking maybe you want to come come down to Florida and play in this band. And immediately I went, hey, you sitting beside Corey? And he's like, no. I was like, Weston, don't you lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm not, man, I'm not. I was like, you promise on our friendship? And he's like, yeah. He's like, why? He's like, I ain't seen Corey in like an hour, hour and a half. And I was like, Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, he just called me and said almost word for word what you said. And he's like, no, nah, man, I ain't seen him. I ain't seen him. And I didn't believe Weston to start with, but then after moving down here, I realized he was telling the truth. Crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, and then I showed up. And the rest was history. Yeah. I saw my first dead body. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we did see that that, that limp body in front of Courtney that time. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. That was crazy. The car, what it, that car, I mean, he could have been dead. He got hit down the street, and then they looped around in front of our apartment complex and threw him off in the road there. Yeah. <laughs> Some mafia hit or something. Bro, some crazy stuff happens, man. Crazy stuff. Oh, oh hit and run. Hey, be careful walking down the sidewalk. People will hit you and then run away. I know. Well, one time we were sitting in front of work and uh, this like 2013 Silverado pulled out and it got smoked, T-boned by this Lexus. Uh, going like 70, 80 miles an hour. Like it threw 
Oh yeah, you saw the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, through that Silverado, and that guy got out. Come to find out, he was some drug dealer. The Lexus was stolen from like a rent a car. And had like two kilos of coke in the bag. <laughs> and they found the guy. Like another car came and picked him up before the cops got there. And they found him like two weeks later. Just like crazy. It's like stuff like that happens. And you go, man, like, I never thought I lived somewhere. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, not that I live, you know, that's that place is two towns away. It's like 30 minutes away. But still, it's like. You never thought you'd see that. Yeah, man. That Did jungle you hear was it? crazy, when huh? Did you hear it when it happened? Oh, yeah. It was just loud. Oh, yeah. It was like, boom. And I looked, and, like, I couldn't I couldn't quite see it when it happened, but, like, I could look, and you could, like, see, like, the smoke coming up from the cars. Mm-hmm. So what the heck? Like, dude. And the thing is, like, the wrecks happen there fairly often. I feel like more often than they should. Yeah. You know, like, just this year, well, within the past, we'll say, six months, there have been two more accidents that happened there. Damn. Like, you know, I would say, like, them two were probably in the last two months, but it's just like, dude, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but, like, that spot, it gets some action. Just people always in a rush to get nowhere and they I get know. in a wreck. I think about that in the morning when I'm driving to work and people come, like, zooming past me. I'm like, bro, why, why are you in a rush to get to a job you hate? Yeah, <laughs> take your time. Yeah. You'll be yeah. miserable as soon as you get there. So. I mean, I also show up early for my job all the time, so. I'm going to say early. You know, I ain't got to be there till quarter to seven. I'm there normally around, you know, six tw- or 7.25. I say quarter to seven, quarter to eight. Quarter till eight. <laughs> who's your uh, Who's your next guest? Or do you have? Mm. How do we? How do we? How do we? Get? Wouldn't you like to know? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I um. Well, I don't know if I guess I could say it doesn't really. Well, yeah, matter. I guess you can't officially say it until you have the guest. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't yeah, want to officially. Right. I'm working on something. I got right, a couple people. You. I'm I'm trying to get in here. I see. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, that's a little bit of a struggle. You know, that's probably the biggest struggle is, you know, getting people to come into this piece and. Hoop and holler with me for a while. It's just it's going to be a struggle now, but it's only going to be a temporary problem. Oh yeah, yeah. Eventually, people will be like knocking down your door. Yeah, be begging me to get up here. Well, I told you, <laughs> a line of people out at the front door. <laughs> yeah, I get that crazy, but yeah, would be cool. What did I do that? I do that like that's dumb. The blue one's not bad, but the green ones. Nice. Man, they're all bad. My, uh, and like, Ugh. <laughs> oh lord, you know. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm sorry, that's awful. I shouldn't be doing that. Um, this is I'm excited. Everything out. <laughs> I know. I'm excited for this rocket. I'm hoping 
we're gonna go out onto the uh over the causeway you get a good picture there yeah oh yeah you can get it's nice so hopefully we'll be able to see something good there yeah but yeah, they're usually awesome the night ones are always pretty cool yeah well the last the one we went and saw off the causeway was a night one and it was nice lights up the whole the whole sky huh. it lights up the whole sky yeah 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 I haven't seen a SpaceX launch, though, so I haven't seen the boosters come back down and land. Well, I haven't seen them come down and land either. Oh. Um, I mean, I have in video, but not like, you know, yeah, in real life or whatever. It tripped me out first time seeing that. That was cool. It is crazy looking. Yeah, it doesn't look real. It looks like you're playing it in reverse. I know. Like it launching or whatever. I know, and it spins down. Did you see the one blow up in Houston not long ago? Yeah, that was that was cool. Yeah, I called it. I was like, "This is not going to end well." Uh, uh-uh. even still, it was impressive to see. Yeah, though. it was awesome. Well I, well, I think it was just a test, and it was success successful because it was falling on its side, and right before it hit the ground, it was able to turn. Yeah, like that, and it just didn't slow down. Fast yeah, enough, so it, it was exploded. cool though. It was awesome. Elon Musk is an amazing man. There's no doubt about it. I wish I had that job. Just shoot off rockets. <laughs> is it going to make it? I don't know. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> man. How many how many Starlink satellites do they have up? Or if any at this point. I know they're doing 60 tonight. I think so. 60. How many Starlink? Satellites currently in orbit. Five. What? Oh. They've been killing it. 1,015. Holy cow. Starlink satellites into orbit. And all this is to make better better internet. Yeah. Back to the two launch. 5G will soon be the new DSL. Oh, 1,015 have been launched into orbit. 951 are still in orbit. So some have like fallen out of orbit, land, come back down. Like I don't know. Like, yeah. Orbit's cool. Like just the whole idea of it, because it's, it's just a constant state of free falling. You know? Yeah. It's just falling. Hmm. And because. The, cir- the Earth is circular. It's just f- falling in a circular motion, motion around the Earth. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. When you think of it like that, yeah. Yeah, that's all it's doing. It's not. It is. Yeah, that's why it's in orbit. It's not a. I mean, it has boosters to correct itself. Well, it is falling, so it does have to. Kind of correct itself every now and then, otherwise it'll eventually, hit the ground. And the closer to Earth it gets, the more gravity pulls. So it's going to be a steeper fall. Interesting. Gravity's crazy, too. I know. You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson was saying something about high tide and low tide. And I'm going to ruin this, but you should check it out on his Instagram. He talks about how um, 
we see high tide and low tide as a wave washing in or the ocean washing in. But what it actually is, is on both sides of the earth, uh, there is more water. The water is like, uh, thicker is not the correct word, higher mm -hmm. on the sides of the earth. And as we rotate, we just rotate into this higher side, which mm -hmm. is high tide. Yeah. And when we get out of it, that's when we get low tide. Yeah, because high tide is always, wherever the moon is, that's where it's... Yeah, and it has something to do with gravity, I believe. Yeah, the moon. Like the gravitational pull of like the moon. Yeah, affects the tides. It's crazy. I didn't know that. It tripped me out. What's crazy is uh, theoretically everything is in a constant state of free fall. Like the earth, the sun, all the planets, stars, yeah. everything is. But everything's falling at the same rate. So it doesn't seem like anything's in a constant state of free fall, if that makes sense. Like, let's say. I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying, yeah. Like, you know, if you drop, if you had cameras on these two cans and you dropped them from a building, you know, and you were able to look at that can, you can look through the camera and see that can, and it wouldn't look like from from the perspective of the can it wouldn't look like that can is in a state of free fall if that makes sense yeah because it's falling at the same rate right I get what so you're everything saying. is falling at the same rate you know that makes sense yeah and gravity keeps us from falling out of orbit <laughs> oh lord you know I noticed earlier today we're wearing the same shorts. Are we? We are. <laughs> like same brand and everything? Yeah, same brand. Same. Oh. Welcome shorts. That's cool. I know. I noticed that at the race today. I guess we're just cool like that. I don't know. Hey, you know, when you got it, you got it. That's <laughs> what there is to it. Can't plan these things if we try. Mm-mm. Just too wild and crazy. You could have asked me, do you have some Volcom shorts? But I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, maybe. Or shorts. I know. Well, I was kind of thinking the same thing. All I thought was, you know, I don't. I want to wear a khaki pair of shorts. And then I found these. And I was like, well, that'll do. That'll do. I think I, I kind of want a brownie. I'm assuming they're done. I would hope so. That was like. I smell them, actually. Do you? Man. Let's go get a brownie. <laughs> what do we do with the podcast? Do we end it on the brownie? Yeah. That's over biz natches. We're getting brownies. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, now we are going to get a brownie and we got a rocket launch to watch here in, um, I don't know, 30 minutes to an hour or so. If you guys watched that same rocket launch, remember somewhere in the world we were watching it too. Oh, we were we were connected. I know we were connected some in we were, some way. We were all staring at the same by place. that frequency, by the waves we were talking. Yeah, about. exactly. Yeah. Um, but hey, guys, once again, thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. Um, please five star like, subscribe, tell everyone you can think of about the podcast. Um, help me to find guests if you don't mind. I know that seems pretty, uh, whatever of me. But hey, look, if you know somebody who's dope or awesome, send their information my way 
I'd love to talk to him, hear about him, hear about you, hear your thoughts, feelings, anything like that. And uh, we're going to keep doing this thing the best way we can, which is, you know, with a hair on fire method, not knowing what we're doing half the time. No, but yeah, we're going to keep on doing our thing. Uh, who knows? Seth may be on here next week, too. I don't know when he's getting out of Florida, but until he does. I don't know either. So. Yeah, he, who knows? So, um, yeah, guys, thanks for listening once again. It was Seth again, now a three-peater. <laughs> <laughs> now a three-peat. Seth, the third. Here for his the third trilogy. time in a row. The trilogy. Yeah. Um, I like that. I might roll it. Follow him on... Jonas J Seth underscore Messer J Seth underscore Messer That's my Instagram right now That's his Insta scam Instagram Insta I, I never do anything on it So there's like Five posts on it Yeah But I might do things J Seth Messer Eventually Messer <laughs> J Seth Underscore Messer Look For real Follow him And then pester him With constant note saying hey you should do more because he lives a pretty dope life and he doesn't take enough pictures of it uh also if you do want to see pictures of his dope life um i believe it is meg and doc yeah. uh that is his girlfriend's instagram page and uh you know she actually posts up the cool stuff <laughs> she, they're yeah. doing but uh yeah like i said you should definitely follow seth and then send him dms all the time not of your dick but of messages <laughs> that he should be sending more of his stuff out there because they do cool stuff um hey guys for real love you thank you my guest today was seth and we'll holler at you again next week later <laughs>